1: And good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy NAPWIC Talks Wednesday. You already know, it's Jada. I am Jada Williams, your NAPWIC National Blog Talk Radio Chair. You know, I get so excited every Wednesday morning um, coming on the air and sharing these great resources and all of the exciting things going on in NAPWIC. But first, I would just like you to follow us, like, and share that you listen in to Napwick Talks Radio this Wednesday morning with M, or head over to the website, org and connect with us. So before we get started, this Wednesday morning, we're doing it a little differently because our last billion-dollar luncheon in transit opportunities was such an amazing event that if you missed it, I'm so, so sorry, because last Wednesday, we brought Mr. Chris Walton on the air, and between all of us on the show, we told you to join us last Wednesday for lunch with your notebook. It was such an amazing event. We had a lot of sponsors, um, about five to six speakers. And most of all, also, we had our woman in the spotlight, Miss Inez Evans from Indigo. So it was so much things going on. We had High guest participation. I think we had about 90, 95 guests at this billion-dollar luncheon, so you already know the master builder herself was just overjoyed and laughing, laughing, laughing. Okay, so just a friendly reminder for all of our guests. Um, First-time listeners, what am I even over here rambling about? Okay, so the billion-dollar luncheon, NABWIC billion-dollar luncheon, because there is no other luncheon. The purpose of the billion-dollar luncheon is to share information on contract opportunities, on large multi-year capital programs and projects value at a billion dollars with our stakeholders. And that just gives you a really quick snippet of the purpose of the billion-dollar luncheon that we do every month. And every month is a different industry um, that we are focused on. And for the month of October, we transit. A Billion Dollar in Transit Opportunities. And this billion-dollar luncheon for October was bought on by some of our amazing sponsors that I would like to just give a quick shout-out to, saying thank you, thank you, thank you, because this event, I'm telling you guys, you don't want to miss November. But our sponsors for October was WSP, AECOM, M dot an HBC engineering company, and you all are dear and appreciated by NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. So, because you know I like to go on a tangent, so this morning, we are going to listen in to some of the... Um, speakers from the billion dollar luncheon because, like I said, our last billion dollar luncheon was so action packed, and then we had Mr. Chris Walton on here last Wednesday that we couldn't give everything away, or you guys will be on um, the radio with us till literally to lunch. So, today we're going to listen in to our woman in spotlight because she came on with some powerful, amazing words. And some great, great opportunities, and we look forward to bringing her on the show for a live show to engage with all of our members and listeners. Along with, we will be listening in to three of the top program agencies that we have relationships with, Um, NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, along with the transit um, agencies, um, the transit industry um, being that NAVWIC, we are the voice of black women in construction, we just want to give you more on these three programs and why um, these programs are important to engage with and, and um, join as members. Um, these programs are, the first one is Team Florida, and you will also hear from Compto, and you will also hear from APTA. So let's go ahead and get started with uh, words from Ms. Inez Evans from Indigo.
2: Yes, good morning everyone.
1: My name is Shelly Ransom jackson
2: and I am the uh, owner of Benchmark Construction Consulting where we specialize in, in leveraging our government relationships to expedite the permitting process and development process. And this morning, I would like, it is my pleasure to introduce the woman in the spotlight, Miss Inez Evans. And our woman in the spotlight highlights a woman who has excelled in her field. And so Miss Inez Evans was selected as Indigo's president and CEO in the summer of 2019. She began her uh, transit career as a customer service call uh, center representative in the early 90s and she most recently served as the uh, COO for the uh, semi Valley uh, Transportation Authority and Ms. Evans has held positions of increasing scope and responsibility with Austin-based, StarTrend, San Jose-based, Viola Transportation and MV Transportation in Fairfield, uh, California before becoming the Director of Transportation for the Metropolitan Atlanta Regional Transportation Authority, which we all know as MARTA, and then the COO for the Southwest Ohio um, Regional Transit Authority. She has diligently focused on operational efficiencies and building programs that support public transit employees' growth and development. She's also led several successful transportation initiatives across the country, including installation of bus rapid transit service and master planning for 100% electric fleet. And um, uh, I'm sorry, 100% fleet electronification. And Ms. Evans, she uh, holds an MBA in management from Western International University and a Bachelor of Science in Business Management from the University of Phoenix. And in her free time, she enjoys singing and gardening. And with that, please join me in congratulating Ms. Inez Evans as our Nabwick woman in the spotlight.
3: Hello, everyone. That makes me sound really old. <laughs> but thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here today um, to greet all of you. When I got the call, I was like, uh, OK. I had to move a bunch of meetings around, but I'm here and I'm so glad because I'm loving what I'm hearing. I wrote down that we need to find out who's in our chapter here and make sure that they are aware of the projects that I'm gonna, um, that I'm gonna talk about. So Indianapolis, Indigo is located in Indianapolis, Indiana, right here in our state capital of Indiana. We are the largest transit system here in Indiana. Now that's, that says a lot, um, but when you come from, like, San Jose, California, where we have a $365 million operating budget just for that, and I deal with $117 million in budget here, I was like, you know. But here, I'm the boss. So that makes it all worthwhile. And I'm close to family. Um, you know, it's, it's been a significant transition becoming the CEO. Um, you know, I just see myself as just one of the people and everybody says, but, you know, oh my God, you're the president and CEO of Indigo. And I really didn't understand the significance that that had on this community as a woman of color uh, for our community. It is something that I need to be proud of and own up to that. Um, you know, I, I get requests now to mentor young men and young women of color and help them to understand that through diversity, um, through adversity, what I meant that you can strive to become a president and CEO of an organization that you can be better. I mean, I've gone through some shifts and knocks in my life and at one point in time, and I tell you my story so you understand my journey, um, where, you know, I started as a customer service agent because I was working for the bank and the bank laid me off. And so <laughs> I needed a job in the transit system in Bremerton, Washington was the one of the best employers uh, around. And through that progression of just going to night school and weekend school to get my degree, you know, being a single mother for a long period of time, you know, and at one point in time between that transition, you know, even was on public assistance, you know, for six months. And you know, when I tell people, it's like, oh my God, you you were on welfare? Yes, absolutely. Um, but I didn't use that as a crutch. I used that as motivation because Lord knows I didn't want to go do that again. Um, so here I am in Indianapolis. And so, so what does Indianapolis have to do with you great men and women that I see before me? We are one of the few transit agencies in this country that are still building. Even through COVID, we are still doing things. We just cut the ribbon on our first uh, bus rapid transit line then that was a $96.3 million project. Where out of that, 56.3 million of that went to construction costs alone. So our next project that we have coming up is called our Purple Line. Our Purple Line will be even bigger. It is a $162 million project. And we have a great partner, the FTA. You heard Linda Ford speak earlier about the importance of the support for public transportation, we received $77.5 million from the federal government as part of their partnership agreement with us to build the Purple Line. In that alone, $102 million (laughs) of that $162 million pot will go towards infrastructure. That's a lot of construction money, y'all. So that is sidewalks, that is, relocation of utilities uh, that is building our stations, uh, dealing with our public uh, folks dealing with roadways and things of that nature. We're even partnering to do a sewer uh, water separation project here uh, in partnership with CEG and the Department of Public Works. So that project we look to have on the street uh, by this spring for the RFP to come out, the request for proposal, and to hopefully be able to start construction uh, in the fall. We're looking for a very heavy DBE, anything with an E participation on it. Um, I just say, bring the E's out. (laughs) Um, So that one will be coming out soon. And then one in the distant future that we look to start construction in 2023, is called our blue line. Our blue line is uh, our third leg of our BRT stool. That one is over a $200 million project. Again, we will be getting about 90 something million dollars from federal support. Again, over 50% of the project goes to infrastructure alone. And so that's important. That's another over $100 million investment. That is going towards the construction and the betterment of our community. So, you know, I think that one. You look at my cheat sheet here. That one's 55,000 linear feet of sidewalks, 17,000 new feet of crosswalks, is 12 stations, 11,000 feet of usable pathways. So it's a it's 17.5 miles, but you can see how much 200. That $200 million goes. The other one, we're doing a new signal sewer separation I talked about, 355 new upgraded curb ramps, 9.5 million miles of sidewalk infrastructure alone. So there's a lot of things that Indigo is doing and those are just the three main projects. We have also some bridge projects that we have to do. There are some other uh, super stations uh, that we're doing in conjunction with the city and we're looking at building a brand new facility in the next five years, which is a multi million dollar project that we're seeking federal funding for now wow. in negotiation. So if you want something to do come on. You have a lot Absolutely. going
4: on. Thank you so much for sharing. We're so honored to acknowledge you today. Thank um, you. And definitely make sure your information is in the contact. We saw your woman in spotlight. We want to make sure we connect with you to keep that type of activity going. And that's the level of engagement and why we do these launches so we can make people aware and our members have opportunities for growth. Thank that's you so, so much. Nice. Thank you. The honor that. to recognize you today.
0: you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at slash NABWIC. Thank you, and we're back. My name is Ann McNeil, and I
4: am, yes, 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 I am the master wealth builder and also the founder of this awesome organization called the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And we are literally the voice of black women in construction. But not just the voice of black women in construction, I contend that we really are the voice, period. Yes, of construction in our community and in my mind. And so with that being said, how can you have a voice when you're not connected to other voices? And so each month, we host a billion dollar luncheon per industry And this year, we've already hosted a billion-dollar luncheon in the area of healthcare, water, transportation, aviation, um, FEMA, Army Corps of Engineers. But this month, we scheduled to bring to you the very best that transportation has to offer in the area of transit. And so when you talk about transportation in the state of Florida or whatever state you're from, you must be connected to these groups. First is AFTA, and we're going to have greetings coming from Ms. Ford from AFTA. And then Compto, which is, I, in my opinion, if, we, if you're a minority in, in transportation, you must be a member of Comto, And then Team Florida, which is. Uh, Brady uh, Naples. So what we'll do is we'll first have our greeting from Ms. Ford. So Ms. Ford, if you would share with us why you feel that we should be members. And I say that because I invited these three on behalf of NABWIC, these three organizations. And even though I'm asking her to share why, the bottom line is this. If you're not involved in your professional Civic associations that impact your industry, if you are an entrepreneur, are you really in the business of your craft in your industry? So for us to bring to you today the transit opportunities without connecting you to Team Florida Compto and also after, this is how we take, for our members, our contacts, and we turn them into contracts because all three of these associations have the memberships that we wanna connect with. So with that, I wanna introduce everybody to Linda
5: Ford. Good morning again, Linda. What an introduction, thank you, (laughs) I'm almost hyped up now. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me to join uh, here today. And really, I wanna applaud uh, NABWIC's work, Um, the business partnerships that you all foster, uh, improve lives and communities, and so I am honored to be part of your monthly billion dollar luncheon. Um, I'd like to begin by just giving you some information about um, AFTA and the public transportation industry. Um, AFTA is the only association in North America that represents every mode of public transportation, uh, be it subways, commuter rail, bus, paratransit, ferries, um, We represent them all. And AFTA's mission is simple to lead public transportation into the new mobility era, advocating to build and connect thriving communities. Um, With that said, more than 90% of people who use public transportation ride on an APTA member system. And our members are involved in every aspect of the industry, from planning, designing, construction, uh, to research, education, and training, as well as maintenance and uh, manufacturing. Um, uh, AFTA also works with um, ride-sharing companies, bike-sharing companies, um, uh, state departments of transportation, as well as state transit um, associations. Uh, Since this is a billion-dollar luncheon to create jobs, I want you to know that public transportation is a $74 billion a year industry. Uh, It directly employs 430,000 people, and it supports several million more private sector jobs. In fact, there are transit-related jobs in all states and every congressional districts, even in places where transit isn't as prevalent. Now, in the midst of this current triple threat, the public health emergency and the pandemic, the economic uh, stresses, as well as uh, social inequities, uh, transit has been hit hard. Uh, Some of our members have reported a drop uh, as much as 90% in transit ridership. And as the association that represents transit we are doing all we can to support our transit systems and bring riders back. Um, Just last month, APTA announced an industry-wide program designed to um, have both transit agencies and riders commit to several health and safety actions. Um, These commitments are designed to make people feel confident again in riding transit. Um, Part of that program is um, transit agencies are committing to following all public health guidelines, including cleaning and disinfecting uh, vehicles and facilities, as well as many transit systems requiring riders to wear masks. They are also providing information to riders regarding crowded um, vehicles, busy routes, and how to maintain social distancing to keep everyone safe. But I'll be honest, in the last seven months, um, we have experienced some of the most challenging issues, some of the most challenging times um, our members and APTA as an association has ever faced. And uh, I want to be optimistic and say that, you know, through crisis um, comes, better thinking, new beginnings, uh, fresh solutions. And so it's Apta's belief that the transit industry will not only survive, but that its recovery will bring a safer, fairer, and better society. And in that I, in that sense, I think NABWIC and APTA have a shared mission and passion. And so again, I'm honored to be here and, um, Happy to take time to answer questions about membership. And I look forward to helping uh, uh, our two associations collaborate in the future. So thank you, Ann. And thank you, Kimley. All
4: right, so next we have um, Mr. Brady Napple from Team Florida Brady.
6: I don't get that incredible introduction. <laughs> wow.
4: No. I feel no. Like so-
6: what happened? You know, <laughs> what listen, and, and
4: for the benefit of everybody, I say that uh, Brady and I were joking earlier, uh, as we were prepping to start. And I introduced Brady and I told everybody, <laughs> I said, this is my boss. And then of course, he turns around and say, No, you're my boss, because you're a board member. And and with that being said, mm. my business in the area of transportation, I'm also a contractor, owner of MCO Construction, in addition to being the founder of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, but I can tell anybody and everybody that my business did not take off in transportation until, until when this organization, Team Florida, was formed and one of the board members said to me, there's a group I think you will be interested in coming. I could not afford it. Let me say that. This is your introduction, Brady. I could not afford the membership. Yes, I said that. And so I started attending as a guest of different people because after I realized the power of this organization, I really could not afford not to attend. And so the previous president of Team Florida and his wife, now for those of you that know me, I, I I persist until I succeed with a spirit of excellence. Let me say that. I approached them and I said, listen, I cannot afford it. Can you put me on the payment plan? And they said, yes. <laughs> and I did, and I think it's been maybe 15 years since, and I, I, I never miss a meeting if I can help it. And so with that, I wanna say, if you intend to do anything in the state of Florida, and every state has its own organization, but I'm in the state of Florida, so I'm introducing Team Florida. But um, connect with the organization that's in your industry, in your area. And yeah. so with that, I will introduce um, my uh, president of Team Florida, um, Mr. Brady Napper. Thank you, Brady. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate
6: that. That was a very kind I don't order. want to be left out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So um, I, I, first of all, thank you very much for the invite. Um, Ann and I have been talking quite a bit. Ann um, sits on our board uh, and represents for me what's a very important area for me is what we to our, our DBE area. And because of Ann, and I'll get into a little introduction of Team Ford in a moment, but working with Ann, um, we have changed the way um, that we approach our DBEs and the services that we're trying to provide. It's quite frankly, our vision or our goal is to help elevate those DBEs. To connect, grow in Florida, and in return, what happens is obviously, such as Ann, they're very, they're very loyal and, and want to stay with Team Florida. And more importantly, for Floridians, we are getting an improved transportation system. So it's so extremely valuable. So Ann, thank you very much. Ann puts a lot of work uh, into those Team Florida meetings. She helps create them, and she does a great job. Uh, as I'm sure you all are aware of, networking and communicating and engaging with people. She's she's an amazing individual. and I'm very blessed to have met her. So a little bit about Team Florida for you. So Team Florida was established back in 97. Uh, and essentially what we did is we're promoting the financial stability uh, for a user-based transportation model. Um, and we do this by providing a platform for sharing basically your latest transportation advancements, best practices, and innovations that are out there Uh, taking place today. We encourage, obviously, our interagency cooperation by bringing together those transportation stakeholders who essentially share this common cause to enhance uh, Florida's transportation options. So with Team Florida, um, we are focused solely in Florida, and uh, we we focus on every activity going on in Florida. The two areas of transportation that today we are um, kind of a little away from. We haven't gotten into the aviation and the ports as much. Uh, that's an area that we decided to kind of slowly grow into when we originally started back in 97. Um, it was all about transit and uh, tolling. Uh, so basically our governing board, uh, the board that we have, is made up of our executive staff of the eight different statewide expressways. We have the four, uh, four transits with us as well as the Florida's, uh, the FTC, Florida's Transportation Commission, and over 250 private sector organizations that all work in Florida and conduct business, ranging from engineering, construction, surveying organizations, attorneys, financial institutions, as well as even public relations companies. Anybody that's gonna do business with these uh, agencies tend to find value and opportunities within Florida. Um, We've been a great organization as far as we stay very connected uh, with all the decision makers in Florida. So attending a Team Florida uh, venue, you'll find those decision makers are actually the ones that are present and are there to meet and discuss business as well as socialize and to build relationships, right? Because that's the key, build a relationship so that when those business decisions are out there and they're very difficult conversations, no one's taking them personally you're able to have that conversation, get to that difficult time, and, and move forward. Um, just a little bit of more on team floor, I will tell you, what we basically have our membership, it is broken down into three different layers. Um, we got available, anybody has any questions with that, I'd be more than happy to kind of talk a little bit about what that structure looks like for you, but it's a public sector, um, which is gonna be obviously our uh, public agencies, the private sector, and then our DBE program, uh, which Ann helped me put together. Uh, Also, as a member, if if you're looking at joining Team Florida, there's a number of advantages that we kind of go through with that membership. It is a one-time membership. I'm sorry, it's a yearly membership. But with that membership does come, uh, you get free access to any of our quarterly meetings. Uh, You can bring as many individuals to those meetings as you would like to. Uh, We do release quarterly newsletters. We have webinar series that we have opportunities for people to present that, as well as distribute and share within our members. Uh, we are actually soon gonna be releasing a podcast series in Florida. We're gonna release 24 podcasts, uh, two a month, be released starting in January, and it's highlighting transportation. The objective of that approach is to help educate the public, to provide a better insight into all of the good work, the hard work, the challenges that take place uh, in transportation, that maybe the general public aren't so familiar with. And uh, we're working with our agencies to be able to advertise those podcasts on their systems, on their road systems and their bus systems. Um, also, with this, with Team Florida, we do send out no, uh, any news articles that are related to, team, uh, to Florida and transportation, anything that would affect Florida, we release that information. We sign up for PDH services, so continuing education credit hours can be earned, AICP, continuing content, planner, continuing credit hours can be earned as well attending our webinars as well as our meetings. And then, you know, then we have an additional discount kind of programs that we offer throughout the year. So one of the things I was very proud of is that before COVID stepped in and decided to uh, ruin 2020 for everybody, make it more difficult, uh, we had a PMP program, so project managers. Um, we actually got a program, steeply discounted program for individuals to go get their PMP certifications. Um, and we were able to negotiate and work that out under the Team Florida umbrella, and they'll offer that to individuals within Team Florida to go and attend. Um, we also have other little discounts that we work with through various companies, but you know, you know graphic designs, printing, all that kind of stuff is kind of built into the package of Team Florida. But our main mission for us is to really to bring in national speakers who can talk about transportation innovation. Challenges that are out there, opportunities that we face and share that with our members so that we can improve the transportation model. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I Look forward to hearing more.
4: All right. Thank you so very much, Brady. And now I'll go to the last uh, intro that we had was actually for Compto and the president of Compto, Brad Mims, was not able to make it. They're actually having their board meeting right now as we speak. And so uh, being a board member of Compto, which is a conference of minority transportation officials, I won't say a lot about that, except for the fact that if you are a minority in the transportation space, you should be a member of Compto. Uh, now, one of the things that Brady did not say, and I'll say this, he cannot say this probably, and that's the fact that any and everything that moves in the state of Florida, uh, does not move if that organization is not a member of Team Florida. I said that. He cannot say that. And I want to share the same thing about Compto. Uh, Compto right now is the voice of transportation and transit in the United States. And all of these organizations, especially AFTER, are looking to connect with Compto and many organizations that look like us. So with that, thank you, Linda. Thank you, Brady. And thank you, Brad, in your absence. On behalf of Compto, thank you.
0: Today's show is brought to you by Ann McNeil, the master builder, building stronger and better lives and businesses, and by PepsiCo Frito-Lay Company, one of the largest food and beverage companies in the world, and by Jay Perry and Associates, giving you the building blocks to grow your business. If you're joining us online, be sure to visit their websites, which are listed in the online description for this week's show. To learn more about our advertising rates and packages for Nabwick Talks, contact Jada Williams at area code 786-702-1005 or email blogtalk at nabwick.org. And don't forget to follow us on Blog Talk Radio by visiting blogtalkradiocom slash nabwick.